Welcome back to the Meddling Kids Podcast. This is Julie Kin, and I'm joined today by Katie Clark. Hi. Hey, guys. Katie is joining us for another mini episode here to explore our ongoing question of what the heck is going on with Scooby-Doo? In our last mini ep, I talked with Chris Osborne about, is Scooby possibly a human trapped in a dog's body? And Katie, I think you had some additional thoughts you wanted to share. Yeah, I always assumed that he had been born a dog. Okay. I mean, I like the human theory too, (laughs) but I always assumed that he'd been born a dog because he has like a whole little family. I think we meet like seven other members. What? So it it could be, it could secretly, it could be like a magic curse, like that whole Hatfield McCoy type thing. I, I didn't realize that Hatfield McCoys had a magic curse that was at the base of their rivalry. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of like a ripoff of their <laughs> <team>. <laughs> No, it totally could they be. Appear. They oh. appear, I think, actually in Scooby at some point. No way. Oh my gosh. So there's so much about the Scooby-verse I do not know. And for example, like this whole extended family. So I'm aware that there is a gentleman named Scrappy-Doo who's quite controversial. I don't know much about him beyond that. Um, <laughs> and I, I know that there's a gray dog who's in all the intros for Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? But we don't actually get to meet him in Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? No, which is strange. You're right. We'll meet Scooby-Dum later on. Scooby-Dum. Is he related to Scooby-Doo? Yeah, they call, I think he's his cousin. At some point, Shaggy calls him his brother, but every other time, everyone calls him his cousin. So it's like Chinese names and other East Asian names where the first name is the surname, and then the second part of the name is like the individual specific. So Scooby-Dum, Scooby-Doo. For him anyway, I guess. Or in their in their pack. For, for him anyway, it was that way. Okay. I'm not sure what their strategy is, because Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that makes part. Well, you know how immigrant families are. Sometimes they're like, okay, we got to be all American now or Western. So uh, I don't know. Maybe they adjusted. Okay, my metaphor is going off the rails. So I'll just stop with that one. (laughs) Because of this extended family, that makes that gives credence to the idea that yeah, he was born a canine. I thought so anyway. All right. Now, how did they become so smart is the real question, if that's the case. In all of your Scooby watching, has there ever been an episode with Scooby as a puppy of like the origin story? I think you see uh, pictures of him as a puppy sometimes. Oh. And then, of course, there's the uh, A Pup Named Scooby-Doo series. Oh, okay. So that I also have not seen. I mean, I'm aware of its existence. Hmm. So more to determine. Okay, so what did you think of Chris and my idea of maybe a human woman giving birth to a dog man? I, that would be fascinating <laughs> um, to have seen if they if they went that direction in the series. <laughs> At some point, we do meet his parents, actually. Oh, wait, that answers a lot. Okay, are either of his parents humans? Not that I saw. You never know. One of them could have started out originally as a human, maybe. <laughs> and gone through some sort of conversion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. maybe she wanted to fit into the family more or something like that, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so his parents, I'm guessing them were dogs in the in Great Danes. Yes. Yep. Okay. Did they speak English? They did. They um, they kind of mumble it too. Scooby, I feel like in the series, as he goes on, he speaks more clearly sometimes. Like he starts getting the uh, first letters right mm. instead of just saying R's at the beginning all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But his parents sounded like they were still struggling a little bit. 
So maybe not their first language. Probably not, actually. This goes back to the whole immigrant culture thing. Is Scrappy-Doo younger than Scooby? Yes, that's his nephew. Uh Uh-huh. See? Okay, so now we've got two prevailing, three theories. Okay, one, Scooby. Okay, theory one. Scooby was a human who somehow turned into a dog and his consciousness transferred impossibly is sharing the body with the original consciousness of the dog. Theory two, he was born to a human mother with a canine father and then theory three is that there's this somehow like immigration kind of uh, thing going on where maybe there are dogs from another planet coming to earth and you know like the first generation are taking a little while to adapt whereas the second generation scrappy's generation is like fluent And maybe they're not from another planet. Maybe they're from a dog island. That would explain why they can all speak and all the other dogs in the world can't speak. Right. I mean, it's always really interesting whenever Scooby interacts with another dog. Like, he's clearly interested in the other dogs, but it's not like a one-to-one, oh, yeah, I totally know what's going on. We're, We're bros. Yeah, he can speak their language, it seems like. Okay. But, yeah, sometimes it's almost like a weird, confusing thing. That's yeah. why I just felt like he was kind of torn between the two worlds, maybe. He oh. doesn't know where he fits in, really. Well, I mean, that's. I think there's probably a lot of people and dogs who can relate to that feeling. <laughs> For sure. Sometimes and, I feel more at home with my uh, pets than I do with people, too. I understand. Absolutely. And all the code switching, right? Like, okay, today am I talking more like a Great Dane or more like Shaggy? You know, who who do I need to fit in with right now? And when I'm on a job interview, you know, what's what's my best? Should I sniff their butt or not? Right, right. It's hard. It's hard to keep all those rules straight. The social <laughs> rules. Okay. Well, so anything. Do I hate cats or not? You know, right. have to decide between the, the decisions that are there. Chase the tennis ball or not? I mean, that one was just bonkers to me. The idea that like he could hold back from chasing a tennis ball. It was amazing. Um, okay. Well, any last thoughts that you want to share with our audience or, or theories you want to put out there? I find it interesting how the gang treats Shaggy and Scooby. Hmm. I like to kind of watch how there's sort of a hierarchy among like who's the most important, which is Fred, of course, because he always has to be the boss. Yep, Fred. But then I feel like Scooby's at the very bottom and Shaggy's like just a tad above him. That's why they always get risked. Because when you think about it, if those monsters are real, they're putting them out is at such a risk. That is very interesting. So you think, see, I always thought that they put Scooby out before Shaggy because Scooby is more capable, but that makes more sense that, I mean, like if you're thinking in war terms, you're going to send a private out before a general because he's more affordable. Well, they always excuse it as that Scooby's more capable, but like but, putting a dog yeah. out on a rope ladder that's <laughs> kind of falling apart and stuff like I don't know if he is much more capable, really. That's true. And definitely not willing. Yeah. He didn't want to. (laughs) And that lack of confidence really does transfer to be, like, lack of capability. I would think so, yeah. He makes it always in the end, thankfully. Yeah. It would be a very different show if he didn't. (laughs) It would be more like, like Mr. Ed, where they go through, like, three or four horses through the whole series or something. Oh, so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Okay, well, this took a really dark turn. Thanks a lot, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. Gosh. Okay, well, I encourage our other listeners to get in touch. I would be thrilled to Skype with you as well and find out what you think about this. How did Scooby come to be? What's his origin story? Maybe we could come up with a meddling kids podcast kind of like fanfic of like, how did this happen? We've got a few theories here. I am sure we can come up with a few more and somehow we'll, we'll center around to the truth. Probably. I like the alien idea that he's from a different world. That would be really cool to expand on. Yes. And then, I mean, you know, uh, obviously if we're thinking like Fred, we're thinking, how do we go break and enter into that planet? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Dominate that race. Oh my gosh. It would be so fun. So many woofers. It would be a cacophony (laughs) of woofers. Well, thank you. Yeah, whoop land! <laughs> well, thank you so much, Katie. Next time you have some thoughts, please let me know because I definitely want to hear them. Awesome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Okay, and uh, stay tuned, fans. We will be back soon with more Scooby-Doo. Uh, thank- quick thanks to Dave Suste for the use of our theme song, Night Surfing, and we'll catch up with you soon. <laughs> <laughs>